Beloved in Jesus Christ our Lord, the only thing I can say about this feast is glory to God for all things, to use St. John Chrysostom's words. Glory to God for this feast, the culmination of what Christ came to do on earth and establish, starts in an act of full life on this day of Pentecost. You know, heard we heard Jesus in the temple. It was the great day of the Feast of Shabbat. The Feast of Weeks. And of course, they're celebrating the fact of what Moses had received from God, the laws, the Ten Commandments. Fifty days ago, they were celebrating the Feast of Passover, when the angel of death passed over those who had blood on the lintels and the doorposts. The next day, they exited. Fifty days later, they would go to end up at Mount Sinai, and God would give Moses the tablets of the law. And so we celebrate the 50 days today. 50 days of celebrating the law that God or Jesus told us He was going to give to us. He says, wait, you will be happy that I go. And the parrot will come and teach you all things. As we heard in the gospel today, they didn't understand what he was talking about because there was no Holy Spirit sent yet. But when he did come, oh, it revealed so much. It enlivened the people, giving them new life. I think of Pawnee Kelly and when she bakes our prospera that we use for our Eucharistic bread for Holy Communion. It's just a box, I mean, a, a powder of flour. You can't do anything with it until she adds some moisture to it. Then it becomes dough and becomes the Eucharistic bread eventually. The same with us. We are baptized into Christ, but it needs the moisture of the Holy Spirit to enliven us, to give us life. I can see Jesus standing up and saying, All who are thirsty, come to me and drink, and springs of eternal water will be flowing from you. This life, this abundant life, that water that, that everything, living creature, depends upon, that water that rains down and, and it gives life to, to a grapevine that produces grapes, it gives life to an almond tree that produces almonds, to an olive tree that produces olives, each thing in its needs, the water gives it life. But it's the same water for each one. And the same with the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, one spirit, but it lights on each and every one of us at our chrismation. And we become enlivened to to the gifts that God has given us for those who preach to preach, for those who exhort, exhort, for those who expound on scriptures to expound, for those who are weak to be strong, for those who suffer passions to endure, for those who are going to be martyred to prepare for the martyrdom. And yet it's the same spirit unifying all of us. We can see right now in Seattle, not to mention the rest of the country. What's happening when there's disunity? There's chaos. And chaos, when allowed to run amok, leads to its lowest common denominator, which is murder. 
The world needs to wake up to the reality of the, what God has come to give us in His Son, Himself empowered by the Holy Spirit. That's what unites us. That's what keeps us strong. But we have to be open to that. Continue to be open to that channel of grace flowing. Our own prayer life. Our own efforts it takes for us to put into it for God to fill us up. God's not going to fill us up if we don't want it. But the rivers are flowing. They're flowing. And there's nothing lacking today in this divine liturgy, in the flow of grace, that was not present or that was present at the time of Pentecost. Everything that happened at Pentecost and the, the descent of the, the tongues of fire and, and all the gifts that were given to the apostles is present in the church today. It has not evaporated. It has not become watered down. It's still there. And so we drink deeply of this water. We become empowered by it. And so the Spirit gives us all these gifts for the benefit of the church and the benefit of society in reality. But we have to be careful that we just don't focus on our relationship with God and how we see ourselves with God is based on our performance. It's not about performance. It's about relationship. And the Holy Spirit is what enables us to have a relationship with the God who we have never met. Have a relationship with Jesus who I, I've not stand in front of physically as the apostles did. And yet, He's as real to me as if I had been there. And that is only possible by the power of the Holy Spirit. The greatest gift the Spirit has given us it's not that the gifts to do our works, though that's important, but it's the gift of faith. To believe without seeing. To be willing to have our lives changed by words from a person that I haven't personally met. But yet there's a truth in there that cannot be shaken. That not, cannot be watered down. So I live my life in my faith in Jesus Christ, by the power of the Holy Spirit that has been given upon me, and upon each of you, and all of you watching, and your family, and your friends, and all who have been baptized into Christ and have been chrismated, we are called to a deeper union with God. Everything Jesus said about healing the sick, about raising the dead, those gifts that were all given back, about entrance to the heavenly kingdom, it is only possible through the Holy Spirit. He's the moisture in everything Jesus said and did that makes it what is to be. And so we celebrate this great feast. This feast that gives us what was prophesied by Ezekiel, as we heard last night. Did not we hear last night as we were preparing for this great day about how God was going to take the heart of stone and remove it from our flesh and give us a new heart? 
So important was that passage that even Hebrews picks it up, going on to say, and that I'm going to put my law within you. That law of stone of two tablets has been fulfilled in Jesus Christ, and we were given new laws. The law that sums it all up, the law of love that is written in our hearts. Love one another as I have loved you. Love your enemies. Do good to those who harm you. Love is the new heart that you and I have received. And we can love with that new heart only in cooperation with the Holy Spirit. Then it makes it possible. It makes our love for, for all people real and not just a facade, something we put on a nice face, but in our heart we think something entirely different. That new heart allows us into a deeper relationship with God because it beats with His. This day of the Spirit is a day for rejoicing. And its rivers of grace are flowing. I can't begin to thank God enough for this day. You have your faith here in 2020 because of the Holy Spirit. You have your faith in all your trials and tribulations because of the Holy Spirit. You are sons and daughters of God because of the Holy Spirit enlivening Christ's life in you. The Holy Spirit makes us citizens of the heavenly kingdom. The Holy Spirit is the difference between playing church and being church. Between having a pretend relationship with God and a real relationship with God. The Holy Spirit makes all of that possible. Without it, we'd be adrift. We would have nothing. But Jesus knew that we needed something Himself conveyed to us when He ascended. One that would bind us together in life in Him. I will teach you all things, He says. I will make all things anew. And He's done that through His death and resurrection, and the reality of that death and resurrection is our new life and our new resurrection made possible by the Holy Spirit. See, as the church celebrates today, recognizing the grace that flows, giving life, and so we wear green for new life. So John Chrysostom is right. Because of Christ, because of Him sending the Holy Spirit to us, our only response is glory to God for all things. In good and in bad, glory to God for all things. Because He's present with us in His Spirit. And we are not abandoned. Nowhere we ever be. My golly, what awaits us cannot be fathomed but it is only possible for us to enter into that through the Holy Spirit. So on this day, 
When the world needs unity the most, and there's only one who can give us that unity, is Jesus Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit. Let us call upon the Holy Spirit to make all one in Christ. To make all one in love. To make all one to enter the heavenly kingdom. Glory to Jesus Christ.